Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamedes. We are in our third shear and our final shear on Sif Lamed Vav. So let's just start from the beginning of Lamed Vav and get a run through on the Mechaber and the Ramah. And Amir Hashem will finish off with the Mishaburas today. So the Mechaber begins on page Nun Aleph and he says, as a little bit of a Chazara, Yasa Kol Psuchos. A person, when he's making the tefillin, specifically the Mishavur, tells us by the tefillin shayad, where it's written all the parashios on one cloth. All the parashios should be written as psuchos, except for the parsha achrona, haksuva batorah, shihi v'ahoyo im shamoah. Except for the fourth parsha, which is v'ahoyo im shamoah, shiasen astumah. That parsha v'ahoyo im shamoah should not be a psucha, rather it should be a stumah. V'im shina pasal, the Mechaber told us that if you change, it's going to be pasal. The Ramah then brought the Yesh Machshir in Bekulam Psuchos. Like we discussed, there are those who are Machshir if you do all four Parshos Psuchos, even the Parsha of Ahoya Im Shamoah. And then the Ramah told us, Umabdinos Elu Nohagim Av Parshas Vahoya Im Shamoah Berosh Ashita Keshara Parshios. The Ramah then said the Minagan Armadinos is to do all four Parshos Psuchos, even the Parsha of Ahoya Im Shamoah. And then the Mechaber continues in the last line of page 102, turning on to page Nunbez. The Mechaber says, since you're supposed to make the first three parshios as psuchos, and the fourth parshia is supposed to be a stuma, Therefore, the first three parshios all start their column on the top line in the beginning of the line. Ubesov Kadeshli, Ubesov Vahoya Kieviacha, Manichin Chova Kedelichtov Tes Osios. And the end of the preceding Parshios, meaning at the end of Pasha Kadesh, before Vahoya Kieviacha, and at the end of Pasha's Vahoya Kieviacha, before the Pasha Shema, should leave over in the last line the space that can fit nine letters worth, you should leave it blank. And by leaving the previous parsha in the last line blank, nine letters worth, and then starting the, the parsha that we're dealing with in the beginning of the first line of its column, that makes it a parsha psucha. And then the Mechaber told us, Ubisov Shema Ein Manichin Cholok. However, at the end of the parsha of Shema, which is then leading into the next column of Ahoyo Im Shemo, which is supposed to be a stuma, so at the end of the parsha of Shema, you should not leave over anything. Any space, the manichim hu pachos michidei lichtov tes osios. And if you do leave over space in the last line of the parsha of Shema, you should make sure that you leave over less than nine osios. Now we left off last night about to do the final biralocha on page nunbeis. Again, this is going on what we just read in the Mechaber, that in preparing the Parsha of Vahoya Im Shemua to be a Parsha Stuma, like the Mechaber holds you must do, so you want to leave over at the end of Parsha Shema no empty spaces, and if you're going to leave over any empty spaces, it has to be less than the space that would write nine letters. The Berlocha writes in the Vermasko Vimanichim Upachos, he says, Lavli Kuva Kamar. This is Nam Ma'akev that you have to leave over less than the nine spaces. Rather, the, what the Machaber is just telling us that Lechatchila holds that it's not appropriate to leave over nine spaces. If you're going to leave over nine spaces at the end of the Parsha Shema leading up to the Parsha of Ahoya, Im Shamoah, it's going to look like, it's going to smell like you're creating a Parsha Psucha afterwards. That's all the Chathila. 
But says the Berlacha on the end of the top line on page 104, But even if you did leave over at the end of Parsha Shema, not only the space to write nine letters, but the space to write three times the word Asher with the spaces in between, which we discussed last night, is longer than nine letters. You still have not cancelled out the shame stuma from the Pasha of Vahoya Since you're not starting it in the beginning of the next line. Because the general rule is Because we paskin like the Rambam and he holds like we discussed already a couple of times, the Rambam holds that a Pasha Stuma is simply a Pasha that does not start in the beginning of the line. It starts in the middle of the line or the end of the line. And therefore, B'diyevet, even if you left over as many spaces as you want at the end of Pasha Shema, even though it smells a little bit like a Pasha Psucha, and therefore you shouldn't do it, but still, since you're going to start the Pasha of Ahoyoyim Shemua, indent it a little bit, that automatically, Lafi the Rambam, will make it into a Parsha Stuma, which is what we want. Kain Kosov Besefer Maimon Mordechai Ushare Achronim. That is what the Maimon Mordechai writes, and other Achronim. V'chein Muchal Bebeis Yosef Biyaradeya Simen Ayin Reishei B'Mashakosov B'Shem Hari Aksandri Shom Aksandrani Shom V'chein Bebir Hagrokan. That's what all these posts can write. Vidan you should know the Bazed Irene and Hashta Shashir Bisov Shma Kedaitas Osios and you should know that that which we're discussing over now, leaving over at the end of Shma the space of nine letters, Das Rova Achronim the Kimat Kulam. It's the opinion of most Achronim, Kimat all of them, Shafilu im Lohiniach Revach Bitchilas Vahoyo im Shemua Kedaitas Osios. Even if you don't leave over in the beginning of the first line of the Pasha Vahoyam Shemua enough space for nine letters, Afilu Hachim Mikri Stumuladas Arambam. It's still going to be considered a Pasha Stuma with the Rambam as long as again it is indented a little bit. So the Mechaber is coming to tell us that which the Mechaber says, the Biralach is coming to tell us that that which the Mechaber says that in order to make the Pasha of Hayaki of into a Pasha Stuma you have to leave over. You have to not leave over any space of the Pasha of Shema and if you do leave over you have to make sure it's less than nine letters so that's only a din l'chadchila but for the Evid even if you left over more than nine letters the Biyar tells us it still will be okay as a Pasha Stumala for the Rambam as long as the as you do what the Mechari continues on and says in the second line at the end of page and base that you Pasha Svahiyo Im Shamoa Maschilim Be'emtza Shita El that you start the Pasha Vahiyo Im Shamoa in the middle of the line so the Mechaber says that even if you left over a little bit of space on the bottom less than nine letters and the Berlocha tells us even if it would be nine letters as long as the Pasha of Ahoyim Shamoa starts in the middle of the next line on the next column and you leave over in front of it the Mechaber says nine letters the Berlocha says even if it would be less than nine letters that would make the Pasha of Ahoyim Shamoa into a Pasha Stuma and back to the Mechaber now on Nun Beis. So again, just to start from the middle line, he says, Ubisov Shema Ein Manichin Cholok. At the end of Pasha Shema, like we just discussed, you should not leave over any empty spaces. Ve'im Manichim Hupachos Mekedei Lichtov Tes Osios. If you do leave over some empty spaces at the end of the Pasha Shema, it should be Lechatchilo less than nine spaces. 
Upashas Vahoya Im Shamoa Maskilun the Emtsa Shita Elyona. And then the Pasha Vahoyam Shamoa in the next column should begin in the middle of the line. And again, you should leave over in front of it an indentation of nine letters worth. Venimsa, and it will turn out if you follow all these instructions that the Machaber gave us, that the three first parshios are all going to be considered psuchos, which is what they're supposed to be, according to everyone, both of the Rambam and of the Rush. Because like we discussed already over the last two shirim, that the way to make a parsha psucha according to everyone is to have the parsha before ending with more than nine letters of space afterwards, and then starting the next parsha on the first line in the very beginning. So assuming you did that to the first three parshios, so you have made the first three parshios into psuchos, side for the Rambam and side for the Rush, o parsha and by following the eight that the Machaber just gave us, by the Parsha of Ahoyah Shamoa, not to leave over space at the end of Shema, and to leave over space in the beginning of the Parsha of Ahoyah Shamoa, that will make the final Parsha into a Parsha Stumu Lafida Rambam. But it's clear from the Machaber that you are not satisfying the Rush as well in making the Parsha of Ahoyah Shamoa into a stuma, and this we also discussed many times, but now we'll see, now we'll see it in the Mishabura explicitly on page 104. We'll pick up in the Mishabura in Sivkotom Kuf Samach Dalad. As he says, this will make it a Pasha Stum of Das Harandam. The Avdul Das Harashi Psucha, even though by doing this Eitzah, it's going to be a Pasha Psucha Lafida Rush. Because again, like we discussed, according to the Rambam, to make it a Pasha Stum, all you need is a little bit of indentation in the first line of the Pasha, and that's enough. But according to the Rush, to make it a Pasha Stum, you really need to have empty space in the middle and one Pasha ending in the beginning of the line, and one parasha beginning in the next line, and just leaving over space in the beginning of the line, according to the rush, is a parasha psucha. Mikomakom anu osin kach, still this way we do it this way. Ki efshar lasos bitfilin surastuma shiyetzeba liba koyama, because it's absolutely impossible to make tfilin as a parasha stuma to be osi according to everyone. Why? Because we, like we discussed the last two days, the way we make a Pasha Stuma in the Sefer Torah to satisfy all opinions is We finished off the previous Pasha in the middle of the line. And then we give a break of nine letters in the middle of the line. And then we begin the next Pasha on that very, very same line. So the only way to have a parsha stuma according to everyone is you have both parshios written together in the same line. The end of one parsha, the beginning of the new parsha with nine spaces in the middle. And that would be considered a parsha stuma according to everyone. The stuma milfaneo This is considered closed up from before it and from after it. The efshar la sosa po batfilin, and that's impossible to do over here by tefillin. Why? To call parsha hu bamaracher. As we know, that when you're writing the tefillin shalyad and you're writing the four parshios, each one of the parshios has to be in its own column. The male of each in their own column. You can't possibly have the parsha shema ending in the same line that the parsha of hoyim shemo is beginning, because that would be in the same column. And therefore there is no way to satisfy the shita of a Pasha Psucha according to everyone. And therefore, since we be'ikr, like we saw a few times in the Be'alacha, we be'ikr passing like the Rambam, so therefore even though in the first three Pashas where we could satisfy everyone and make them Pasha Psucha according to the Rambam and the Rosh, but since the Mechaber doesn't feel he can satisfy everyone, 
in the parsha stum at the end, so he chooses to satisfy Lufi the Rambam and not Lufi the Rush. Continues the Mishavura and says, V'chein im yirtzer laniach shita achas cholok b'tchilas parshas v'hoyo im shamoa. And so too, if you want to leave over one empty row in the beginning of the parsha of v'hoyo im shamoa ula haschila b'rosh shita shnia, and you want to begin the parsha of v'hoyo im shamoa in the second line, zegamkein einena stuma lekuliyama. That also would not be a parsha stuma according to everyone. Dehi rak laharosh below laharambam. That would only satisfy the rush, not the rambam. Do today hipsucha. That would only be a parsha psucha according to the rambam. Again, the rush tells us that in order to make a parsha stuma. You have two eitzes. One eitzah was to leave empty space between the ending of the previous parsha and the beginning of the new parsha. That for sure it's impossible to do in the tefillin, where we need to have each parsha in its own column. But the other eitzah was to leave over an empty space before you start writing the new parsha. That makes it a parsha stuma. But if you would choose that mahalach in the rush, that is exactly how the Rambam explains a parsha psucha. They leave over an empty space between the parshios. And therefore, if you choose that eitzah, you would satisfy the rush and you wouldn't satisfy the Rambam. And therefore says the Mishaburah, since you can't make it a Parsha Stuma, however which way you go, it's impossible to make it a Parsha Stuma according to everyone. Our Minog is to go like the Rambam and make it a Parsha Stuma, like we said, just to start the next Parsha in the middle of the line. Just like we see by Hilchah Sefer Torah, the Iker Shita is the Rambam, even though we try to satisfy both in making a Parsha Stuma over there by having the space in the middle between the two Parshios that are ending and beginning on the same line, but if for some reason you're not able to satisfy both opinions, we go with the Rambam over the Rush. So till there is the Mishnabura explaining why the Mechaber is going specifically like the Rambam and not like the Rosh in making the Parsha of Ahaya Im Shamoa into a Parsha Stuma. And now the Mishnabura brings us an Eitzah that the Taz brings down of how in fact it is possible to satisfy both opinions in making the Parsha of Ahaya Im Shamoa into a Stuma. And the Taz suggests an Eitzah to make it a Parsha Stuma that you could be Yotze according to everyone. And that, that is, That in the first and second Parshios, you should do as we said in the Shulchan Aruch, to make it into Parshios Psuchos. Just at the end of Parsha Shema, which is already connecting to the next Parsha of Ahayim Shemoa, Yaniach Revach Pachos Mikidei Tes Osios Katanos. You should leave over a space of less than nine small letters, leave it blank. In addition, you should leave over space in the beginning of the first line of Ahoyahim Shemoa, a space that's less than nine small letters. Through doing this, having less than nine letters empty at the end of Pasha Shema, having less than nine letters worth empty in the beginning of Pasha's Shema, by not having a space of nine full letters in either place, but rather only through combining the two together do you reach a shear of a space of nine letters worth. That will make it a Pasha Stuma according to everyone. Now if you look at 
194 he explains, The task of the opinion that you can combine the empty spaces to create a space of nine letters by being combined from two separate lines. And this will help even according to the Rosh. Even though the Rosh holds if you leave over nine letters at the end of the last Pasha or in the beginning of the new Pasha, either way that makes it into a Pasha Psucha, that the Rosh holds that you could either make a Pasha Psucha by having nine letters open at the end of the last Pasha or nine letters op- nine letters worth open in the beginning of the new Pasha, that's only if either one has on its own a space that can fit nine small letters. Aval imshir teisha osios mitzarev merevachem shebishteishitos but if the shear of nine letters is only reached by combining the two lines together, then Then the Taz says that even the rush would hold that by combining the nine letters written the two lines, that would make it into a Pasha Stuma. Since you don't have nine letters worth of space in either Pasha at the end of the previous Pasha or at the beginning of the new Pasha, that makes it no longer considered a Pasha Psucha and the Mele will be a Pasha Stumba. So the Taz suggests this Eitzah leaving less than nine letters worth of space at the end of the Pasha Shema and leaving net less than nine letters of space in the beginning of Pasha's Vahayayim Shemoa, that would satisfy both the Rush and the Rambam. Because if we the Rambam, the fact that you sign a new Pasha just in the middle of the line alone makes it a Pasha Stuma. And the Taz says that if the Rush, even though it's a Pasha Psucha, if there's nine letters worth of space either at the end of the last Pasha or in the beginning of the first Pasha, that's only if you have the nine letters worth of space alone in one line. But if you need to make the nine letters of space by combining the two lines together, the two spaces, that gives it in a Pashastuma, and therefore that is the eights of the Taz that you could satisfy both the Rush and the Rambam as well in the last Pasha by making it a Stuma. And the Ram, and the Mishaburu goes on and says, "V'chein kasa b'tshuvas harama mipano u'bebir hagra v'chein asham u'primagodim shegam hu nog lasoskein." So he brings other posts in the Rama mipano and the bir hagra and the primagodim, all that say that you have this eitzah similar to the Taz. Veda, and you should know, the b'dieved afilu imshir revach kites osios gedolos. You should know that b'dieved, even if you left over a space of nine big letters, mikol tzad gamken kosher. Even if you left over a large space of nine letters, nine large letters on both sides, also be kosher. Why is that? That's against everything we just said in the Taz l'fi the rush. This takes us back to how we started the Sif. Because according to the Rambam, as we just mentioned before, as long as you start the Pasha in the middle of the line, everything else is irrelevant, it's a Pasha Stuma. So if you have more than nine letters at the bottom open and more than nine letters at the top open, the Rambam, you're still fine, it's a Pasha Stuma. And according to the Ras, like we just mentioned, if you have nine letters within either space, it's going to be a Psucha, but that's also okay. Because... because Take us back to the beginning of the Sif. And we said over in the beginning of the Sif, in the Mishabur and Sif, that the postgame came out, that you should be not like the Yesh Machshir that the Ramah brought down, that you can make all four Pashas Psuchos. Therefore, if you do this 
idea of having more than nine letters in the end of the first Pasha and beginning of the new Pasha, so Lafi the Rambam, you have made three Pashas Psuchos and one Pasha Suma. Lafi the Rush, you've done like the Rambam says to do, and many posts can agree that you could do four Pashas Psuchos. And therefore, that would be okay. And there are gedolim that were knowing to do this lachatchila. And you could do either way that you want. All these mahalchem are good mahalchem. And then he says to you, Ma'ayin the Biralacha. So the Biralacha, in different maskal adas, Rambam brings down what the Mishaburu says, Bashain the Taz. And then he says that the Guraz says that lachatchila you shouldn't do like the Taz. And that's a whole discussion. What I'd like to skip down to is when he discusses what to do with the tefillin of Benotam, which is very interesting. If you skip down about 10 or 15 lines after no, the note 200, to a line after that, at the end of the line, he writes, Everything the Shulchan Aruch is telling us now has to do with the tefillin of Rashi, where again, you write first Kadesh, that's the first column, V'hoyah is the second column, and then you have the Pasha of Shema written third in the third column, and then you have the Pasha of V'hoyah Shemua written fourth in the fourth column. But, U'le'inyan tefillin Shabbeinu Tam, inyan Psuchos Ustumos. However, when it comes to Tfilin Rabbeinu Tam, which again, let's just review the difference. At Tfilin Rabbeinu Tam, you also write the Parshos in the same order. But when you write the Parsha of Shema, you don't write it in the third column. You write it in the fourth column. And then you write in the third column, V'hoyu im Shamoa, afterwards. So says the Bi'alacha, U'le'inyan Tfilin Shal Rabbeinu Tam, V'inyan Psuchos Ustumos, According to him, you write the fourth parsha before the third parsha, meaning you're writing Shema in the fourth column before the Hayyim Shema in the third column. You also should be knowing in one of the following three possibilities. The Hainu, that is, number one. Oshiasa kulam psuchos. Either you should make all the parshas psuchos or kumoshe gasapnu b'mishaburis sefkatan kufsam achalaf or kumoshe adin lohagim b'minasenu l'inyan tefillin derashi or kumoshe kasev b'haga. So one eitzer is to do like the Ramah told us that the minog is to do all the parshas psuchos. So the same way you're doing it by the tefillin derashi, you could do that all psuchos by the tefillin derashi. It will be the same thing. You would leave over by every parsha nine spaces at the end of the previous parsha, and you would start a new parsha each on the beginning of the first line. That's 8-1. But one who wants to be known like the Mechaber, who told us that the first three Pashios must be Psuchos. So you leave over nine spaces at the line, end of the last line of the previous Pasha, and you start in the beginning of the next Pasha. But the fourth Pasha of Ahoyim Shemoah has to be a Stuma, and therefore you do not leave over space at the end of the third Pasha, meaning at the end of, the, of Shema, and the Ahoyah Im Shamoa, you indent a little bit, or you indent nine letters worth. So one who's not like the Mechaber should do like this. Pasha's Kadesh V'hoya Kivyacha Maslil Baroshita. So the first two stay the same. Pasha of Kadesh and V'hoya Kivyacha should start in the beginning of the line. But now it gets tricky, because after the Pasha of Kadesh, you're gonna have there the Pasha of Ahoya Im Shamo, which has to be a Pasha Stuma. But you're first writing Pasha Shema in the fourth column, which has to be a Pasha Psucha. So the, the Biyalacha tells us as follows, Kadesh li manichim tes At the end of the Pasha of Kadesh, you should leave over nine spaces. At the end of Ahoya Kiviyacha, which is going to have Ahoya Im Shemot right afterwards, you don't leave over any spaces. And if you're going to leave over spaces, it should be less than nine letters worth. 
And after you finish Pashas to the end of the line, or at least within the last nine letters, without leaving over too much space, you start writing Pashas Shema at the end of the cloth in the fourth column. Because we need the Pashas to be written even in the proper order that they appear in the Torah. And when you write the Pashas Shema in the fourth column, you begin it at the beginning of the line. And therefore it was written initially as a Pasha then you go back to the third column to write the, the, the third parsha, the, the fourth parsha, but in the third slot you write the parsha. but that parsha which you need to be a stuma you'll write it in the middle of the top line you leave over in the beginning on the first line at least nine letters worth and at the end of Pasha Vahayim Shemoa, you'll also be Meshayar Cholokidetas Osios, in order that Shapasha Shmasha Haretia Psucha Ideza. Because remember, you're putting Vahayim Shemoa in the third space and Shmaz afterwards. So even though previously we learned in the Tfilin of, of Rashi, we learned in the Mishnah earlier, that in the fourth Pasha Vahayim Shemoa, you write till the end of the line. But in Tfilin of Benotam, where Vahayim Shemoa is taking slot number three and have Shema afterwards, and Shema has to be a Psucha, so you'd have to leave over space afterwards at the end of Vahayim Shemoa, nine empty spaces in order that Shema afterwards would be a Psucha. Nimsa would turn out Shapashas Kadeshli, Upashas Vahaya Kiviachu, Pashashmaim Psuchos, Bain La Rama, Bain La Rosh. And we'll come out in the Tfilinder Bain Utam that the, those three Pashios of Kadesh, Vahaya Kiviachu, and Shema, which are in, are in columns 1, 2, and 4, will all be Psuchos, both will be the Rambam and the Rosh. Upashas Vahaya Im Shemoa, he's Tumudas and Rambam. And the Pashas Vahaya Im Shemoa will be like the Machaber says over here, will be a Stuma, Dafku, will be the Rambam. So that's Eitzah number two. So again, Beralacha tells us in Tfilim Rebbein Otam, either you could do the Eitzah of the Ramah that says the Minigas do them all psuchos, or you could do like similar to the Eitzah of the Mechaber the way we just described it. Ulharav Taz Gamkein Akol Kanal. And if you do it like the Taz who said the other Eitzah that you could satisfy both the Rambam and the Rosh in his Chiddush of saying that Lafi the Rosh is a Pasha Stuma, if you have less than nine letters at the end of the previous Pasha, less than nine letters of space in the beginning of the new Pasha, that also would be a Pasha Stuma according to everyone. So you could do that eight over here also, Lafi the Taz. But obviously at the end of Pasha, which is right before the Pasha of Vahayim Shemua, you should leave over less than nine letters worth of space. And also in the beginning of Pashas, which is in the third column, you would leave over less than nine empty spaces in the beginning of the column. That way, you would have the Pasha of Hayyim Shemua being a stumba according to everyone. And that is the Bialacha's description of the three eights, really the same three eights that we had over here in the Machaber and the Ramah and the Taz of satisfying. As much as we can, the Rambam and the Rosh in Tfilun the Rashi, so the Berlocha carried it over and showed us how the same three Mahalchum would apply in the Tfilun the Benutam. And we'll stop here, and Mitzvah Shem tomorrow night we'll begin the new Sif on page 104, Sif Lamed You have been listening to a Shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shirim on many topics, or to hear an Eon Shir on any Daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each Shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. 
That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.